Cantos 4, 5, and 6 of Book 2 of the Ramayana of Balmiki, translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om123. Canto 4, Rama Summoned The crowd dismissed to high debate. Damona called his peers of state, and counsel from their lips obtained. Farm in his will, his will explained. Tomorrow with auspicious ray, Damun in Pusha's sign will stay. Be dead the time with happy fate, mine eldest son to consecrate. And let my Rama load aside, as reason over the state preside. He sought within his charioteer, and cried, Again bring Rama here. To Rama's home, Sumantra hide, again to be the prince's guide. He is coming, told to Rama's ear, suggested anxious doubt and fear. He bade the messenger be led, that instant in, and thus he said, Tell me the cause, omitting not, why thou again my house hast sought. The envoy answered, Prince, thy sire, has sent thy presence to require. My sender known, it is thine to say, if thou wilt go or answer nay. Then Rama, when he heard his speech, made haste the royal court to reach. Soon as the monarch was aware, his dearest son was waiting there. Eager the parley to begin, he bade them lead the prince within. Soon as he passed the chamber door, the hero bent him to the floor, and at a distance from his seat, raised his joined hands his sire to greet. The monarch raised him from the ground, and loving arms about him owned, then pointed to a seat that shone, with gold for him to rest upon. Aged am I, he said, and worn, in life's best joys my share have borne. Rights to the gods in hundreds paid, with gifts of corn and largest made. I yearned for sons, my life is blessed, with them and thee of sons the best. No debt to saints or brahmans now, nor spirits, gods, or self I owe. One duty now remains alone, to set thee on thy father's throne. Now therefore, Rama, hear my read, and mark my words with duteous heed. This day the people's general voice elects the king of love and choice, and I, consenting to the prayer, will make thee, darling, regent heir. Dread visions each returning night, with evil omens scare on my side. Red Matthias, with a fearful sound, shoot wildly downward to the ground, while tempests slash the troubled air, and they who read the stars declare, death leagued against my natal sign, Rahu, the sun, and Mars combine. One potent dire as these appear, a monarch's death or woe is near. Then while my senses yet are spared, and thought and will are unimpaired, be thou, my son, anointed king, man's fancy is a fickle thing. The day the moon, in order due, entered the sign Punarbasu, tomorrow, as the wise foretell, in Pusha's favouring stars will dwell. Then on the throne shalt thou be placed, my soul prophetic counsels haste, thee, O my son, Tomorrow I, as risen air, will sanctify. So till the coming night be past, do thou and Sita strictly fast. From worldly thoughts thy soul refrain, and couched on holy grass remain. And let thy trusted lords attend, in careful watch upon their friend. 
for unexpected check and bar our weightiest counsels often mar while varad too is far away making with royal kin his stay i deem the fittest time of all the chosen reason to install it may be varad still has stood true to the counsels of the good faithful to thee with tender trust which governs senses pure and just but human minds too well i know will sudden changes undergo and by their constant deeds alone the virtue of the good is shown now rama go my son good night fixed is to-morrow for the ride then rama paid the reverence due and quickly to his home withdrew he passed within nor lingered there but sought his mother's mansion where the dame in linen robes arrayed devoutly in the chapel prayed to fortune's queen with utterance checked that she her rama would protect there was sumitra too and there was lakshman led by loving care and when the royal choice they knew sita in haste was summoned too absorbed with half-shut eyes the queen attended by the tree was seen she knew that pushya's lucky hour would raise her son to royal power so fixed with bated breath it start on god supreme by all men sought to her as thus she knelt and prayed rama drew near due reverence paid and then to swell his mother's joy thus spoke her own beloved boy o mother dear my sire's decree and trusts the people's will to me to-morrow i for so his will anointed king the throne shall feel the few last hours till night shall end sita with me must fasting spend for so my father has decreed and holy priests with him agreed what vows soever thou mayest deem my consecrations if be same do thou sweet mother for my sake and for beloved sita's make when the glad news kaushalya heard so long desired so long deferred while tears of joy her utterance broke in answer to her son she spoke long be thy life my darling now thy prostrate foes before thee bow live long and with thy bright success my friends and dear sumitra's bless surely the stars were wondrous fair when thee sweet son thy mother bear that thy god gifts such love inspire and win the favour of thy sire with thee i travailed not in vain those lotus eyes reward my pain and all the glory of the line of old kshako will be thine he smiled and on his brother gazed who sat with reverent hands upraised and said my brother thou must be joint ruler of this land with me my second self thou lakshman art and in my fortune bearest part be thine sumitra's son to know the joys from regal power that flow my life itself the monarch's seat for thy dear sake to me are sweet thus rama to his brother said to both his mothers bowed his head and then with sita by his side to his own house the hero hide canto five rama's fast then saint basista to the king came ready at his summoning now go exclaimed the monarch thou 
and reached by form and right and vow for rama and his wife ordain the first that joy may bless his reign the best of those whose scripture know said to the king my lord i go to rama's house but sister hide the heroes fast by rule to guide and skilled in sacred texts to tell each step to him instructed well straight to prince rama's high abode that like a cloud pale tinted showed born in his priestly car he rode two courts he passed and in the third he stayed his car then rama heard the holy sage was come and flew to honour him with honour due he hastened to the car and lent his hand to aid the priest's descent then spoke by sister words like these pleased with his reverent courtesies with pleasant things his heart to cheer who best deserved glad news to hear prince thou hast won thy father's grace and thine will be the regent's place now with thy cedar as is right in strictest fasting span the night for when tomorrow's dawn is fair the king will consecrate his heir so nahos as the wise relate jajati joyed to consecrate thus having said bashista next ordained the fast by rule and text for rama faithful to his vows and the vedahan dame his spouse then from the prince's house he hired with courteous honours gratified round rama gathered every friend in pleasant talk a while to spend he bade good-night to all at last and to his inner chamber passed then rama's house shone bright and gay with men and maids in glad array as in the morning some fair lake when all her lotuses awake and every bird that loves the flood flits joyous round its opening bird forth from the house bashista drove that with the kings in splendour strove and all the royal street he viewed filled with a mighty multitude the eager concourse blocked its square its road and lane and thoroughfare and joyous shouts on every side rose like the roar of ocean's tide as streams of men together came with loud hujja and glad acclaim the ways were watered swept and clean and decked with flowers and garlands green and all ayodhya shone arrayed with banners on the roofs that played men women boys with eager eyes expecting when the sun should rise stood longing for the herald ray of rama's consecration day to see a source of joy to all the people honoured festival the priest advancing slowly through the mighty crowd he cleft in two near to the monarch's palace drew he sought the terrace by the stair like a white cloud peak high in air the reverend king of man to meet who sate upon his splendid seat thus will brihaspati arise to meet the monarch of the skies but when the king his coming knew he left his throne and near him drew questioned by him basista said that all his task was duly spared then all who sat there honouring basista rose as rose the king basista bade his lord adieu and all the peers dismissed withdrew then as a royal lion seeks his cave beneath the rocky peaks so to the chambers were abode his consorts the sarata strode full trunked were those delightful bowers with women richly dressed and splendid as the radiant towers 
where Indra loves to rest. Then brighter flashed a thousand eyes, with delight his presence lent, as when the moon begins to rise, the star-tronged firmament. Canto six, the city decorated. Then Rama bathed in all the dew, his mind from worldly thoughts withdrew, and with big large-eyed wife besought Narayan as a votary art. Upon his head the brimming cup of holy oil he lifted up, then placed within the candled fire the offering to that heavenly sire, and as he sipped the remnant prayed to him for blessing and for aid. Then with steel lips and tranquil mind, with his bidahan he reclined, in Vishnu's chapel, on a bed, where holy grass was duly spread. While still the princess every tart, to God supreme Narayan sat, one watch remained the night too close, when Rama from his couch arose, and bade the man and maids adorn his palace for the solemn morn. He heard the birds and heralds raise, auspicious strains of joy and praise, and breathed devout with voice restrained, the hymn for morning rites ordained. Then with his head in reverence bowed, praised Madhu's conquering for aloud, and in pure linen robes arrayed, the priests to raise their voice prayed. Obedient to the summons day, proclaimed to all the festal day, the Brahmans' voices, deep and sweet, resounded through the crowded street, and echoed through Ayodhya went by many a loud-toned instrument. Then all the people joyed to hear that Rama, with his consort dear, had fasted till the morning light in preparation for the ride. Swiftly the joyful tidings drew, Ayodhya's crowded city flew, and soon as dawn appeared, each man to decorate the town began. In all the temples bright and fair, as white clouds towering in the air, in streets and where the crossways met, where holy victories had been set, in open square, in sacred shade, where merchants' shops their wealth displayed, on all the mansions of the great, and householders of wealth and state, wherever the people loved to meet, wherever a tree adorned the street, gay banners floated to the wind, and ribbons round the steeps were twined. Then clear the singers' voices rang, as charming mind and ear they sang. Hair players shone in bright attire, their dancing women swelled the choir, each with his friend had much to say of Rama's consecration day. Yeah, even children, as they played at cottage doors beneath the shade, the royal street with flowers was thrown, which loving hands in heaps had thrown, and here and there rich incense lent its fragrance to the garland's scent, and all was fresh and fair and bright in honour of the coming ride. With careful foresight to illume, with borrowed blaze the midnight gloom, the crowds erected here and dear, trees in each street gay lamps to bear. The city thus from side to side in festal guise was beautified, the people of the town who longed to view the right together thronged, and feeling every court and square, praised a good king in converse there. Our high-souled king, he throws a grace on old Ikshaku's royal race. He feels his years increasing weight, and makes his son associate. Great joy to us the choice will bring of Rama for our lord and king. The good and bad to him are known, 
and long will he protect his own no pride his prudent breast may swell most just he loves his brothers well and to us all that love extends cherished as brothers and as friends long may our lord in life remain good desert free from stain by whose most gracious favour we rama anointed king shall see such were the words the townsmen spoke heard by the gathering country folk who from the south north east and west steered by the joyful tidings pressed for by their eager longing led to rama's consecration sped the villagers from every side and filled ayodhya city wide this way and that way straight the crowd while rose a murmur long and loud as when the full moon floods the skies and oceans waves with thunder rise that town like indra's city fair while pigeons thronged her ways tumultuous road like ocean where its flood-born monster plays and of cantos four five and six